0: You better clutch your nuts, honey, because it's time for Squirrel Talk. Yo, 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 Squirrel Friends. Welcome to another podcast of Squirrel Talk, found here, there, and everywhere. I, of course, am the hostess of this podcast, Vicky Licks. That's Vicky with an I, not Vicky with a Y, because Vicky's with a Y do math. Thank you and we have, of course, our co-host who's been joining me for Canada's Drag Race. Hi, Sol- Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, hey, what's happening? Uh, just living through the heat, you know? Powering through. Can you feel the heat? Can you, um, can you feel the heat? Yeah, I feel the heat, and it is coming out of my pores in buckets. Mm, I can't believe There are drag shows that are happening now in Toronto, but they're all patio shows. So these queens are like on outside in the sun, the sunlight, by the way, if you didn't like the lighting in the episode of Drag Race Canada, you're really not gonna like the sunlight. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: know, I know, I don't understand how it's working. I don't, I couldn't, I I
0: I legitimately would not be able to. I went outside, I was naked, I had just my shorts on, soaking wet. Yeah, you never wear clothes, yeah. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's my brand. <laughs> but if I was to go like and do drag, I are you kidding me? I would be dead. Mm-hmm. How are they doing it? I don't understand.
1: Dead at 50. I don't think that's, that's too young.
0: You. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to talk about that scandal? <laughs> no, but. but <laughs> <laughs> so here's what happens to me. I get like messages in my Instagram all the time and I appreciate it. So thank you people who message me. But usually it's like, you, you're so hot as a man and gorgeous in drag. Oh, I can't believe you're 50. <laughs> That's kind of a normal message I get, which I'm just like, why do people think I'm 50? It's my favorite joke. Why are, <laughs>
2: why, why are people saying
0: that? Because I posted something on my birthday. It was a Molly, um, Molly Shannon, um, Sally O'Malley quote from SNL. I'm mm. 50, 50 years oh, old. Me assuming that people got that reference.
1: Well, here's the problem is, is the Zoomer generation doesn't get things from the 90s. Oh, my God. Is that they're
0: calling them the Zoomers, not the Boomers? Zoomers or Jay-Z. Yeah. It's Jay-Z, Gen Z.
1: <laughs> Jay-Z? <laughs> oh we're God. calling them all Jay-Z. Zoomers um, is
0: funny. That's funny.
1: Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah, and, yeah, and, and like it sounds like it's coming from literally Zoom, like these <laughs> yeah. Zoom calls that we're doing. But I think it was already Zoomers. Wow. Yeah,
0: it's crazy. They don't they, like I feel like this the people that are messaging me are mostly that that generation like much younger who wouldn't know yeah. the reference which is a 1998 reference. <laughs> yeah, Dude.
1: which is crazy because they all like romanticize the 90s so much. Like they dress like it like they they try to quote the 90s as much as possible in their lives. And yet they don't know the real pop culture.
0: Yeah, I'm 50. 50 years old. I'm not actually 50. I'm 34 and a goddamn half. <laughs>
1: mhm.
0: All right. So I also, you know, also I get in my message box a lot, which kind of bothers me. Is like, I, I I live in Toronto. I've never seen you do drag. Where do you do it? Oh <laughs> that no! One, that one always bothers me. We kind of brought it up on the podcast a bit, just because it's like I don't really perform in the village, which is where people think village, which Toronto drag exists, right? Yeah. 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 So it's always like uh, I don't perform in the village. That's probably why you haven't seen me. But I perform kind of everywhere else. Hey, yeah, yay. Yeah. Do you get that?
1: Never. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> but also, nobody messages me, so uh, that could be
0: why. Well, maybe that's why.
1: <laughs> you, don't, you don't get fan mail like Shaquita Hall. Well, not not like <laughs> not in a mailbag. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't believe you're 54 score, and 70 years ago. <laughs> oh, heavens. Anyways, enough about um, my aging process. Uh, I've already looked into getting Botox, so it's gonna happen. <laughs> oh my God, you don't need it. I'm getting my lips pumped. I'm getting my cheeks restyled. My forehead all. is gonna be smooth like Laura St. Clair's bottom. What you need is to stop
1: tanning.
0: Oh, fuck no. <laughs> Actually, I've been thinking about getting Botox just around my
1: eyebrows just to lift them a little bit because my eyes have been sagging. Uh-oh. And I have this really
0: mean line across my forehead that I want to get looked at. Yeah, that forehead line, it gets everybody. It's just like the one line in the middle of your forehead. Yeah, it's annoying. Yeah, I'm, I'm over it. I'm ready for it to go. But you know why? Because I, I, I like to animate my face. I'm a, com- I'm a comedian.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're not like Nicole Kidman.
0: <laughs> right?
1: So <you> <laughs>
0: Um, anyways, let's let's talk about other things like Canada's Drag Race episode three. Such a fun
1: episode! I literally had my had a smile on my face the entire time I was watching it.
0: Well, up until a certain point. Well, I know that point, but same. Um, I think this was again we said first episode amazing, second episode was a bit crunchier. I thought this episode was smooth, smooth peanut butter, as I would say.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: I think what was crunchy about the last
1: episode for me was the script. Um,
0: yeah. The- I think that, that's and what, the performances for me too were just a bit crunchy, but the, and and kind of the runway, eh, whatever. We're, we're on to episode three. <laughs> yeah, very very good turnaround episode. I liked it. Yeah, I felt like we were a bit harsh in the last one, or maybe I was too harsh. Maybe that's yeah, just you, my Canadian sensibilities. I think you're just too harsh in general. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so the girls walk back into the workroom after saying goodbye to Kine. Bye Kind. Bye. Um, Chinomi um, is very funny when she's reading the lipstick message because it opens with Chinomi, I love you. And she goes, Oh, I love that part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then she reads the whole thing and she goes, Alright, let's wipe off this bullshit.
0: Yeah, so Kine was kind of a big deal coming into the show. And it's kind of I think a lot of people were very surprised to hear that she was going out second. So um,
1: Because people know her as someone who can do everything. Well, she was Um,
0: the most known um, queen on the show going into it. Yeah,
1: like, all the online um, comments were like, oh, I can't believe Kine's on. I'm so excited for Kine. Kine has to win. And
0: then finding out she went home second, they're like, but she's the only one we know. Yeah, she kind of comes off as a bit of a bitch or like a brat in the first episode, and then she's off the second episode. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it was a great, very memorable run. Yeah, and I think, again, very, very young. Very young. And I think she learned a lot from this, and I've seen videos of her afterwards, and she seems very humbled by it, and uh, she just seems like a really great girl, great girl you know? And we've, yeah, all been through, sen- we've all been through moments in our youth where we're just kind of, a, we're, you know, we're a little bit rude sometimes. Also, she has a sense of humor, and she has a sense of humor about it, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I think she's going to be just fine. She will. She's going to be just kind. How about that? Hey. I had to, it's a pun show. (laughs) It really is a pun show. (laughs) All right. So what happens after that?
1: Uh, Well, we're sponsored by Neutrogena. So Neutrogena is the makeup wipe that they're using to wipe the mirror, which doesn't work for, it does not work very effectively.
0: (laughs) Um, Oh yeah. They smear the mirror and it's like literally still. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's like a big smudge. Um, So they're sitting around the couch uh, Lemon is very excited that she won. Her confidence is boosting. Tynomi wants to win. Um, I wrote down something. I think I said Tynomi and Starzy are funny. I think they're funny. <laughs> I
0: just think they're both funny. I like them. Well, they're sisters, and they're both like yeah. we have to have each other's back in this, which again, foreshadowing, perhaps. Um, yeah. So you know, and again, like this, these girls are a bit closer. The Canada's Drag Race is such. A bizarre season to watch for a lot of reasons because everybody kind of knows each other and it really mm-hmm. is like a family of drag queens competing against each other because uh-huh. everyone works together mostly yeah and it's not like the American versions where most of the girls don't know each other and they're from like all over the place and or the UK even it's like such a like close-knit group of girls right I don't like all the girls don't know each other here though I think most of them did not know Jimbo, nobody knew Jimbo, yeah, but <laughs> she's holding her own holding in her okay, so we go we come back the next day, oh Canada, she already done had hers and Rupaul, what do we think of Rupaul giving the little um she already done had hers as male.
1: I mean it was all the it was um the sorry jokes um we've heard RuPaul say these jokes before and we'll hear her say them
0: again. But do we like RuPaul kind of coming in for this part of the Oh story? yeah. We like oh her. yeah, I think it's
1: it really um it, it like it ties it into the franchise, really. Like it
0: it's like oh, okay, we're not being ignored by RuPaul. You're right. I I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. I will say her Canadian accent needs a lot of work.
1: <laughs> yeah, she
0: thinks she's great though. <laughs> what was the first thing she said? It was she came off as Irish in like the first, uh, uh-huh. first one. Which by mm-hmm. the way, I think Canadian, anybody else trying to do a Canadian accent has probably been hard. It's kind of a hard accent unless you're Canadian.
1: This is, this is the type of person RuPaul is. She heard someone say that in Toronto, we don't pronounce the second T, we say Toronto. Yeah. So anytime she hears someone say they're Canadian and then say the word Toronto, she goes, oh, you're not really Canadian because you're saying Toronto. You're not supposed to say the second T. But it's like, Bitch, there's different accents all over Canada. Like, relax,
0: <laughs> calm down, <laughs> T- take a pill, have a seat. You yeah, seriously have a seat on the toilet? Uh, uh, so here we go. We're going into uh, sorry, not sorry about it. Uh huh. Very. This season is very rich in Canadian stereotypes. <laughs> I mean, the British one won as well. It, it was. I mean, it was. It was yeah. And uh, maybe, maybe we're getting it out of our system in this season. And maybe in the uh, second season, we'll have it out. I really hope so. Yeah. I hope so, too. So what happens next? Who comes in? Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. And... Uh-huh. Finally, our squirrel friend, Tracy that Melchor. <laughs> Isn't that, is it Melchor? Falcor? What is it? How do you say it? I think it's Melchor. Melchor? 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 You know, uh, I don't know. I feel like every single person on this episode said it five different ways.
1: Yeah, it's not the easiest last name to say. And I've heard I've seen that last name spelled with like an i in there making it Melchior and then I think hers is just Melchore.
0: I'm not sure where we're going with this. All right. Well, here she is. So she is I guess can So they meant they announced this when they announced the judges that Tracy Melcor uh-huh. is uh Canada's girlfriend. And we were like, "Oh, what is that?" <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> We've never seen this on Drag Race, so we don't even, this isn't, I mean, listen, we're Squirrel Talk here. We call each other Squirrel Friends for the past three years. By the way, I've been using Squirrel for far longer than even Drag Race was using it. So just let that be known. Yeah, it's part of your brand. It's part of my brand. <clears throat> Squirrel's everywhere. Um, but we didn't know what that meant. And so what do you think?
1: Um, I don't understand the point.
0: I, they, kind of, still... they kind of describe it as this girl that loves drag and they, they give it like an actual like urban dictionary um, uh, identity which nobody's ever given that to that squirrel from yeah so-
1: <laughs> yeah um, it feels very pointless like she's doing the exact same job that Jeffrey's doing standing right next to Jeffrey.
0: Right, so what I thought initially was that she was gonna be the workroom, Rue. So she would Yeah,
1: like in. she was gonna do the walk-arounds, which we have not seen yet on this season, really was the walk
0: Not really, a little bit this episode. Um, but um, yeah, I wanted her to do the mini challenges and be that person in the room and just the judges to be the judges, separate. Mm-hmm. You know? I think that works. Cause really, I mean, I, I love Brooklyn and everybody else, but they're they're a bit stiff in terms of the workroom stuff.
1: Yes. Now, it's funny you say that, that they're all kind of stiff in the workroom. I agree with you completely. I think Tracy is the complete opposite where she's way too loose. Like, she's way too, like, I'm your friend. I'm, I like gay people. I'm a girl. I love gay people. <laughs> like, it's just too much of that. And it's like, hey, tone it down. Like, you've been a TV host before. Well, you know how to per- fucking speak in front of a camera. So let's settle ourselves people, down here.
0: When people over say, I love gay people. I love gay people. It's like, why? Mm-hmm. What what what's the truth here? Do you like gay people? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I have to say though, I did. I liked her energy. I thought she was good. I did like it. It was different. It, it was it too much. It was too much for me. Too I could I didn't like it. So you don't, you she didn't like it. So I didn't. they are giving us the mini challenge. What is it?
1: Oh, uh, it is. Well, they're they're news anchors basically. So they have to read a teleprompter in pairs in three languages. Canada's three official languages: English, French. And,
0: um, uh, drag
1: drag (laughs) list. Yeah.
0: Uh, so that's it. So they are doing news anchors and this is kind of, I I do think like Canada has like a news thing. Like we're very news people. We like to watch the news. I find we like to
1: watch the news and a lot of our comedy is like this hour has 22 minutes and, and like, it's very news based comedy, the Beaverton, like
0: very that it's very that's yeah i don't know why that is i even did i did a music video and um one of my characters was brandy bernalgo <laughs> who like brandy, sandy ronaldo brandy bernalgo a take on sandy B- Ronaldo. oh my god uh, i love that so i did it like a news character because it was felt because it was a canadian themed music video so it felt very canadian to have that so i feel like news is very canadian
1: you know who would be a great Snatch game character is lucy zilio Thank you that? for making me think of that. Oh my God, you don't know? On Lucy. Omni One, um, she oh, I've used never to seen like, Omni One. she's basically this woman who used to like pay to be on TV. Like, she would like <laughs> make herself um, a correspondent during commercial breaks, like going to different stores and be like, I'm Lucy Zilio and I'm in like Fabricland. And it was just really, she was always really weird and pointless. And she was always on Omni One. And I really felt like she paid to
0: be there. <laughs> Omni One. That's, I think that's like an Ontario-based station,
1: though. It is 100%. It's like yeah. Toronto-based, really. Yeah. <clears throat> <I> never <laughs> saw it.
0: Don't know her. Don't know. No, don't. No, don't know. So here we're getting into the challenge. So they, like you said, teleprompter. Um, so this is great news for Boa.
1: <laughs> Listen. Oh, I wanted to say, because last week I said she had dyslexia, but it's ADHD. I'm, I misspoke there.
0: I think she's No, I think she said dyslexia. I think she said ADHD. I don't, I don't even know no, anymore. I, now I'm... I, I've listened to a couple other things and people have been saying ADHD and I was like, no, she said d- dyslexia on the show. I know she definitely said ADHD. But remember. she may
1: have also said dyslexia. I'm not sure. But I have to go back and look at that.
0: I don't remember hearing
1: ADHD. I do.
0: Really? Well, yeah. Anyways, regardless, she has a hard time focusing on... We're the ones who have a hard time <laughs> focusing. Uh, so here we go. We're getting into this mini challenge and I really enjoyed this. Who are some standouts for you?
1: Okay um standouts for me include when i wrote when i said anastasia and tainomi were being funny i was actually talking about this they were hilarious in this because they were both screwing up really badly but they were having a great time and laughing and making jokes about everything yeah like for them to go into french and be like that's
0: very funny i also love that anastasia called um tainomi somebody's great aunt Yes. Because that's yes. the vibe I said this last episode. She's giving you off a very old lady vibe. I don't know what's yeah. happening with her.
1: She actually changed her Twitter or Instagram bio to be like the grandmother of, of Drag Race. <laughs> oh my God. Um, she's so funny. So they were very funny to me and so were, um, I think Lemon and Priyanka just completely nailed it. Like they were funny within their delivery and they actually delivered it as a news anchor um, and they read it perfectly even if, it was the French that they didn't speak.
0: Very. Funny. I think they were. And also, and yeah. Priyanka, I think Priyanka also does this as a real job. That was her job. Yeah. For, she used teleprompters every day, and as a kids' TV host.
1: Yeah. Yeah. To me, they nailed this, both of them.
0: Yeah. And then, what about you, who were your faves? Well, I obviously love Jimbo doing Nancy Grace. That was so funny. And then even just Boa kind of being. <laughs> I don't know what character she was going for, but like. I know. This, woman, like, this woman had gone through it. <laughs> she was
1: in duress um she okay so i feel like part of boa's character was that um jimbo wouldn't let her speak jimbo was kind of speaking over her you saw it. Boa try tried to say her lines a couple of times but jimbo just kept on going over her
0: well they had on the prompter they had anchor one speaks and then anchor two speaks so they had so i think some of them just kept reading some of the other people's lines sometimes yeah yeah welcome to live tv people Mm-hmm. But Jimbo was very funny as Nancy Grace. Like, like I, we've seen a couple different versions of Nancy Grace on Drag Race, and obviously, I think he, he, head over shoulders is that an expression? Head over, uh, sure, yeah. <laughs> head above water, head over heels, whatever. Yeah, but Jimbo was one of the best ones we've seen so far. It was really funny. I didn't get why she went with Nancy Grace and not an original character, though. Oh, who knows? But I, I liked it. Also, some of the girls came up with fake anchor names, and some of them went with their real names. Right. So we find out that the winners are Priyanka and Lemon. Yeah. And, Which uh, I think Jimbo was very well-deserved. Jimbo is still in character as Nancy Grace. and I think So this funny. is like pure
1: clown. Is She is not abandoning her character. She is holding straight on with it all the way through, even into the confessionals when she's not dressed up. She's still talking as Nancy Grace.
0: Yeah. And I think that's her commitment to her characters as she does. And I think like she said in, earlier on the show, she is never the same character in drag. She's always giving us different looks and different personalities. We never know what you're going to get with Jimbo, really. Yeah. Which I have two minds on, because I feel like sometimes you need to have a solid point of view in terms of who is this character person. Um, But I do like that they can do a million different characters. Yeah. Yeah, me too.
1: Yeah. I like someone who's
0: very versatile and can do a lot of things. And they are very versatile. Until Until later in this episode, perhaps... Mm -hmm. So we found out what the maxi challenge is, right?
1: Yes. Um, Yes, it is a a bitch track, uh, a diss track. The girls are going to be rapping up against each other in groups of, of six, five? Groups of five.
0: Yeah, there's ten girls. Yeah. So they picked teams again for this, and then Alona is Alona again. Yeah, she got picked last again. Well, that's what happens when you call yourself Alona. Aww. <laughs> uh, she, but she's not taking this well because she's like, "I've been picked last all my life." Here, you know, and as I think this speaks to us as gay people. I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. I certainly have been picked last. <laughs> oh, gym class all the time. Oh yeah, I think that is like the consistency between gay people is like we get picked last. <laughs> yeah. So, I fully get it. And listen, and still as a drag artist today, I'm still picked last, so I get it.
1: Oh, you're first in my heart cuz you're 50. Anyway, going on. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> Anyway, so here we go. We're going we're getting to the groups and they're coming up with their names. Mhm. And Lemon is going with kind of a uh, the Dwalls, which is a Dwalls with a W. With a very New York sensibility, I would feel hmm And then the other group is going with the Moose Knuckles. That's right. And two of them had to learn what a Moose Knuckle was. Did you know right. what it was? Yeah, I used to have a show called the Moose Knuckle Circus. Oh, my God. Of course you did. <laughs> that Bobo was a guest on. You're welcome, Bobo. Oh. Fuck that bitch. Okay, so here we go. Oh, my God. Okay. So they're writing their stuff, and Boa wants to kind of write a bit of a diss towards Bobo. This is kind uh-huh. of setting up the rest of the episode um yeah yeah and so they're kind of writing i don't really know how it works because they're they're all kind of writing um uh disses against each other kind of like out of order
1: yeah so i like when 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 we saw that bobo writing for sorry boa writing for bobo moment i assumed it was going to be each of them takes on a different girl but But then when we yeah but then when we saw the thing some of them didn't mention any other girls some of them mentioned all the girls some of them mentioned two of the girls i don't so it wasn't very sh- i feel like what's happening this season and we see this with the runway and we saw it with the promo is i think they're not incredibly specific with their prompts yeah. like they're not being like this is your color scheme this is yeah. exactly what we mean by hair it's, it's a it bit was loose, just
0: and they need to be more direct and specific with prompts cuz once you get that specific- yeah. specificity 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 you're not getting it Spec- specificity specificity <laughs> 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 Once you get that specificity, uh-huh. <laughs> you're gold. Yes. So, yeah, you know exactly what you need to do. So, uh, Yeah, that really helps. It really just helps everything. So they are doing that stuff. And then they, they find out that they're going to be recording with Ralph. Yes, like- who I don't know, but I assume is great. I, I, nobody knows who ralph is but my fight my, the best thing about the show is they reaction shots are a huge part of drag race right uh-huh they love to get reaction shots and every time they mention a person's name, the reaction shots of the girls are like oh my god ralph <laughs>
1: i feel like a lot of these girls actually do know ralph i know like i know it I know didn't really seem like she did when she was talking about her but i really do believe she does
0: <laughs> she could um, I certainly didn't. And if I was on the show, I'd be like, God, I have to practice my reaction shots.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> gotta, for sure. I gotta,
0: I gotta act like I know these people.
1: Uh-huh. I assume I- that they have like stop takes where like, okay, guys, really, we have to seem excited. Yeah. <laughs> they
2: have to. They
1: have to. Like, um, oh my god, they talk about this all the time on Race Chaser. Is on season three when they had Alessandro Torresani on. They talk about it all the time. Other girls are like, you? "Oh my God, Alessandra Dorisani, She was on some sci-fi network show that hadn't even premiered yet at the time of filming, <laughs> so
0: literally none of the girls knew who she was." <laughs> oh God, that's like that's like Jade Hussaini. I'd be like, "Oh my God, Jade Hussaini!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have to practice my. Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> and also I- practice fake laughing in front of Tracy Melchor. Right. Oh God, that's hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> So here we are we get to recording. Um I love when they do this stuff because it's uh I've done this before as well. I've recorded an EP album, as mm-hmm. has Priyanka and Bobo, as they like to say. They have I, songs on iTunes. And Rita. And Rita, yeah, Rita's a singer too. So they're recording uh their tracks with them. How did that go?
1: I just had to start my car. Um, it went actually quite well. Most of them did very well.
0: I will say this studio looks f- like freezing. I all these girls are wearing five coats.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. They're wearing, yeah, seriously, they're wearing layers. They're wearing coats. They're wearing blankets at some point. In untouched, they're wearing blankets. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's
0: wearing, freezing. Yeah, they're wearing blankets. They have these burgundy house coats that are just hanging around that we see them more in the house coats than anything else yeah it was like someone
1: was like okay guys it's freezing go to home sense and get a bunch of
0: i know what is it (laughs) burgundy house coats could we not have found like a better looking house coat uh all right well it's too cold it's too cold it is so they recorded boa has having a little bit of a hard time doing it um, and we also have this thing as Canadians, I find as well, and I'm certainly guilty of this because I'm, mm-hmm. a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a mumble mouth. You mm-hmm. don't enunciate words as clearly, right? Yeah, that is accurate.
1: I do think that Bobo, I'm sorry, Boa. I keep, I'm going to mix them up all the way through the season, but um, I do feel like she did nail it. She was really specific with her enunciation on Scarlet, Bobo your looks are a no-no and Ralph just kept saying no enunciate and I'm like she's doing it let her do it
0: well I didn't feel like it was that clear either to Ralph's defense so I don't know maybe it was I don't know I did well you did <laughs> <laughs> so that's that they record their tracks and then of course who's going to do choreograph them as well they're doing a full chore- choreography with this as well here comes Hollywood Jade. Hollywood Jade, who
1: Priyanka acts like she's so excited to meet. Who works with her all the time. <laughs> who is like her personal choreographer. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, that's true. Um, I almost worked with Hollywood Jade for the uh, Miss Canada Continental. What do you mean? Well, I, I almost had them choreographed for me, but we didn't oh. end up having that work out. Okay. But now that I saw this I was like oh gosh that's probably good because this was really intense
1: (laughs) yeah right no he is he is really great he's a fantastic choreographer um I don't think I don't think there was enough time there seems to be like a time time crunch yeah like whenever I watch the American version and I watch people screw up in rehearsals I'm like how the hell
0: well, you know, Priyanka comes in the next day- Are wearing, they gonna pull it wearing, together?
1: And they always do without fail, even the shittiest person looks good.
0: What? Right. Uh, Priyanka came in the next day wearing her boots, saying that she slept in them, because she was probably in her hotel practicing the whole night, the routine. Right. Um, so they had, I mean, I think they had time in that- position. I don't, I like think, the, the
1: level of polish from rehearsal to performance, is not at where it's not where it is with the american ones and it's not because the choreography was hard
0: right well let's keep talking about this so that was a rehearsal that a lot mm-hmm. of people are having problems with it even the people that are good dancers lemon and tanya we were doing pretty well um, yeah Pri- priyanka was getting it pretty well um yeah but most everybody else was having a tough time yeah yeah which for yeah they me, were i mean Watching, watching. I think Hollywood Jade is great and talented, and I think they're very respectful. They're not like Rick They're not like <laughs> trying to beat, right. you, beat you down with it. But I thought it was a bit complicated for some people that never danced before. Let's say, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean,
1: yeah, choreography is damn tricky, and he didn't make it. He didn't make it easy on them. It wasn't like the hardest choreography they could have done, but it certainly wasn't easy. Um, I do love that Hollywood Jade. Gave us a little Debbie Allen from Fame and said, "You want to be on Drag Race? Well, Drag Race costs, and you're going to start paying
0: in sweat." Yeah, she was great. She really was like, I like a powerful uh, presence as like yeah. an outside choreographer coming in. So I really appreciated that. Yeah. So what happens after that? I guess we're getting into the workroom for the next day, getting into the dregs, right?
1: Um, so they're doing their makeup. And then Boa brings up at the table with the white girls that she's having, (laughs) she's having problems with Bobo that she's feeling the cold shoulder from her. And I think she's feeling snarky remarks from her and she doesn't know what's going on there. She feels bad. Right.
0: And I'm getting PTSD. Oh no. (laughs) Oh no. We're going to get into it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So Uh, yeah, Jimbo is like, just go talk to her and,
0: yeah, Jimbo says go. You should probably just Jimbo <laughs> was kind of like stirring this a bit. He was like, you know what? You should probably just go talk to her about it. Yeah. um Meanwhile, they're they're all they're all kind of focused on doing their makeup at this point, but they're used to like having these things happen when makeup is happening, right? Yes. So Bo goes up to Bobo and says, "Hey, girl." <laughs> She's like so soft <laughs> and like a little pussycat which is not. Bo yeah. At all. Hey, girl. Just want to make sure everything's okay between us. Okay, do you wanna talk? No, okay, okay, I love you, love you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we get like a, this reaction from Bobo in the mirror being like, "Oh."
1: Yeah, a little scrunchy face. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then they show a little Untucked moment, or they show a couple <laughs> moments in the past where Bobo actually says some snarky things to Boa.
0: Yeah, so this is where this is coming from. It's like Boa's like wondering why Bobo's kind of coming from, and we said this last week as well in the Untucked, when Boa yeah. said her, the leg moment and Bobo, we could hear her in the background being like, oh, she's trying to get attention again. Mm. Uh, and then we see last week too, when she um, she was getting compliments on the runway for her look. And then Bobo was like, oh, not when you take your corset off. Just like really yeah. kind of rude things like commenting on her weight and stuff. Like,
1: Yeah, and she gave us a little um, a little uh, Aja moment where she, like, she could take a shit on the stage and they're like, oh, did you rhinestone that? Yeah, which is,
0: which is rude. If I said that about any of you guys, you would be like, um, hello. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, I did shit on the stage and they loved it. Yeah. But Boa looks up to Bobo. Like, they, they are very close. Ivory Towers is kind of Boa's pseudo-drag mother. But, in some yeah. Place. And Ivory yeah. is Bobo's sister. So there is a family relationship in that way, too. Mm-hmm. I, all I have to say is I'm getting PTSD watching this. I have had my own issues with Bobo, and I know who this person really is, and I'm seeing it come out now. Oh. that's the tea, this, baby.
1: That's the, the baby. This is the part of the podcast that I get scared of. Okay, and so Bobo, Bobo doesn't want to talk about. You know, I
0: haven't even said nothing yet.
1: <laughs> it's true. I know you've been very good so far, and um, and then okay, so then we have the Priyanka moment where she talks about her parents being Guyanese, her mother knows that she's gay, her father does not know that she's gay and does not know that Priyanka
0: exists. Right, and so her dad is still trying to set her up with girls, I guess, and she's like, I have a girlfriend, Dad, her name is Priyanka. Yeah. She's <laughs> kind of a great line. I like that. He,
1: I know, it is, it is a good line. My dad still asks me if I have a girlfriend, he still you asks say me Selena? about girls. No, I don't say anything. Um... Yeah. But I totally understand what she's saying, how she's like, I just don't want the one person who's going to hate me to be my father because in their, in their country, it's still um, frowned upon to be gay. It's still not accepted. And obviously, Priyanka's father is a very old school like, countryman from where he's from, which as my father is, Listen, totally I totally relate to
0: that. My, I never came out to my dad. Like that never happened. I never never had that conversation. And I've said this before, that's my major regret in life right now because he's passed away in the past few years uh, is that I never came out to him and I never said the truth. And I never got to see that reaction that people are kind of getting from their family when they come out. And Uh they are, for the most part, accepting them and their understanding of it, right? So.
1: Well, Priyanka did provide us with an update on her Instagram and Facebook is that she did come out to her father. She did tell him Priyanka exists. And his reaction was to have no reaction, but he has um, been helping Priyanka's mother prepare for Drag Race parties. So, like, he's being supportive in that way, but they're not really talking
0: about it. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Sometimes, like, parents don't know how to deal with it, and they just don't want to. And that's yeah, you know, people are going to have to figure things out on their own time. But the, the nut of it is that. Uh, Priyanka this has nothing to do with you this is you're living your truth he has to figure out his stuff mm-hmm. so it was a big moment it was a big moment for her and she also again this whole double identity of a kids TV host who she was very well known as a kids television host Yes. and now marrying that with Priyanka is kind of a new life for her yeah So now she gets to be
1: like 100% free I'm so jealous of her
0: yeah, she's 100% <laughs> free, and she came yeah. out to her dad. She's living her full truth now, which is incredible. hmm Yeah, it was a powerful moment. I, li- I did love that.
1: Yeah. And then we had this really weird moment with Jimbo eating a sandwich, which I didn't get, because she's like, I'm just sitting here spying on all the girls. But, like, none of the girls were saying anything to well, spy this, on.
0: This was after the Bobo Boa moment. I think they yeah. were trying to tie that together, but it didn't seem, it seemed like a janky edit to me. Yeah, was funny it was a moment, very weird so they moment. wanted to throw that in there because she looked like a little mouse.
1: Yeah. Okay. Here's another issue I'm having mm-hmm. with the show right now is also, the editing. Yeah. Is because the, it's it's so choppy, it's so quick. We're not getting any moments to like we're not sitting in any of the moments. Also,
0: and a I, lot of cameramen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of cameramen in the shots. Are you seeing the camera? I'm not seeing any of them. Oh my god! I've seen the last two episodes. I've seen them in the shots, like fully in the yeah. background. Oh no. Yikes.
1: So. <laughs> um, I think part of the reason why it's it's such quick, speedy editing is because they're putting Untucked into the episode and not giving it its own episode. So, like, the American show is an hour and a half plus Untucked. Yeah. Well, up. that's not true because that's with, that's with commercials, but ours doesn't have commercials anyway. So it's just a straight-up hour. So it's an hour, but Untucked is a separate thing. So for us to be putting it in... There's so much to get through, and I want to get to know these girls and, uh, and, and everything's happening so quickly and, and choppily.
0: I think I think moving forward, I mean it, I was impressed that they even did an Untucked because I don't think they did that for the UK, right? I don't think there th- was any I don't think there was any version of an Untucked with that. I think it was I think it was kind of the same as this one. I don't remember anymore. I don't remember. Um, but hopefully, maybe that'll become its own thing too. In the moving forward, we'll find out. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully I would we'll, like to see us get our own on uh, time. We'll stop seeing the cameraman in some shots. <laughs> right, because it takes me out of the magic. Also, I'm going to say <laughs> the workroom. We said it was huge. We're like, this room is huge because mm-hmm. it looks huge. But there's no closet. Did you notice this? That's why in the drug room. When American- is there a closet? What do you mean? Like in the American version, they all had their setup, like their closet setups in the room. So we see right. all the dregs sitting there and this one they have like little racks oh and they don't and there's like a couple of shelves so there's not like a full so that they, they, they can wheel the racks out for like mini chances and shit. Oh, so i don't think it's as big as we think it is oh look at that interesting observation well the cameraman the with the closet space i'm noticing these things <laughs> she's got an eye yeah so I guess we're getting into the main stage challenge, correct? Yeah. And guess who's uh, guest hosting?
1: Oh my god. Finally, someone with power on that stage. It is
0: Deborah Cox. Right, because when I think rap battles, I think Deborah Cox.
1: Listen, she is a musical phenomenon <laughs> in Canada. She is the
0: grand marshal of every pride. Listen, I, I we share the same psychic. <laughs> Do you actually? Yeah, we do. <laughs> that's cute. It was Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I read first Deborah Cox. I was like, well, she's doing good. <laughs> um, also, I was working earlier this year to do a show with Deborah Cox. So
1: oh. she's she
0: very, like, open to drag shows. She loves this stuff.
1: She, and she, literally, she always, she performs at Every Pride. I Know Me has been a backup dancer for, for her for many years. Yeah. Um, she is the, a fantastic presence on that stage. She's the first person to come out there and really own the RuPaul moment. And she yeah, cause she can, she has the experience. She has the, like, she has the presence. Um, and as soon as the episode was over, the first thing I saw on Twitter was Jackie Cox saying petition to get her to be a permanent judge. And
0: I agree, let's get her to be a permanent judge. She was yeah. wonderful. Oh my God, take over for, for Jeffrey. Please. Although a comedian would really help. I just think they need some funny, funny person. I don't know. You know who would be fantastic is Andrew Johnston.
1: He's so funny, always. Um.
0: Uh oh. Uh oh. So well, here we go. We're getting into the challenge. <laughs> we are, right. they're doing their teams of uh, two the Moose Knuckles and the Dwalls. Uh-huh. What we, So they have a little recorded voices thing at the top. At the are- top, they
1: have recorded heel clicks. There are recorded steps in the music that are fierce. And we don't, they don't fucking play with them. They walk on stage as if the curtain is down and they're stepping backstage waiting for their moment. Like you are on, as you're on that stage, as soon as you walk on. So walk with fucking power and walk to the beat. I was so angry when I saw that. And that's what tells me that there that there wasn't enough rehearsal time and there wasn't enough practice is because when they're not doing their solo moments, they're all lost.
0: Well, I'll talk a bit more about this as we go into it. But like, so the recorded voices are happening. Um, Some of the voices are funny. Like Jimbo gets a voice where it's like, oh, what did she say? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think these are like the same voices that do like the the Drag Race recorded um, musical things, right? Sounds yeah, like I want to know
1: who they are because there are some, I have some friends who are singers who were like, I want to be the woman voice. Um,
0: <laughs> and they didn't get it. So I wonder, I want to know who, I want to know who got it. Who does she think she is? <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, so here they are. They're, who was kind of standing out in terms of, who was the standouts first? I'm going to say,
1: for me, the biggest standouts were Lemon and Priyanka. Lemon because for sure. Because they both lived the fantasy the entire way through.
2: Yeah. Everybody
0: else was a failure. Well, I think Lemon, um, first of all, she had a great recorded track. Like she said, she was like, I'm a rapstress. I listened to I all I listened to is rap. I'm from New York, the duels. Yeah. Um, she had a really good track. It was actually very clean and good. And then she performed really well. I actually
1: think all of them had great tracks. My critiques with them is, is their performance. I think their tracks were all fantastic. They all had sick rhymes. They all had really great... Um, I didn't like all own beat. rhymes. I'm
0: sorry. Like, knick-knack, petty, whack, give a dog a bone. That's not a...
1: <laughs> I was into the whole dirty panty thing. I was, like, the dirty... <laughs> like, I loved... Oh, I whack, like that. But,
0: like, taking up half your space with, like, knick-knack, whack. That's already done, Mother Goose. Yeah. I was okay with it. I'm not. I'm a writer. Um I, I
1: loved that. Jimbo... Saying like dropping an SCTV reference, and she said, "You're being, you're all messy TV." Like I loved that. I think that was oh, fantastic. I didn't even catch that. Yeah, she was giving us some Canadiana.
0: Yeah, Jimbo's. Uh, so okay, they're all wearing um, kind of classic Toronto or just like Canadian drag outfits in terms of leotards. This is what they usually wear to perform in Canada, basically. Yeah, which is where I'm totally okay with them doing this because they're doing high, ne- high energy numbers for this dancing. Um, so they all have these things, yeah. But Jimbo's boobs and her, <laughs> yeah. Like we fully see every the outline of the areolas. Seriously, yeah. it was funny. It was funny.
1: Um, if you want to like break it down, I think Jimbo was the worst one on that stage. She. Well,
0: let's finish the good ones. I actually thought Bobo. Oh, okay. did, I thought Bobo did a good job. I'm gonna say. Bobo did
1: fantastic. She's she's, she's like this is this is like the type of challenge that she should kill at. Because she's like she's fierce on stage. She always looks good. She like looks like a pop star.
0: She's high energy. That's yeah, yeah. Um, and then we else that was a standout. Um, no, 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 no. I think that was kind of. I mean, Boa was very fun. Oh, Boa actually, yeah, surprisingly did very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's kind of it, though yeah so yeah, so we're getting into the people that were having a harder time, so Jimbo was having a harder time with this, and in the rehearsal, and we get a little confessional as well being like, I don't like being bad at things, yeah, but then why would you just be bad
1: at it? Why not try to do well? like she's a character performer, put on a character who's a bad pop star, like you don't have to be good at the moves, you just have to you have to look good on stage, so. For her to just completely have given up through the entire performance, her face was dead. Even when she was performing her own lyrics, her face was dead. Her body was dead. I hated it. So like, I wanted her to like at least give me um, like a bad character, like somebody who is the, who's who's not who shouldn't be in the girl band but is.
0: A lot of them weren't even able to keep up with the lip syncing though, because they had to write. This is kind of a hard thing as a fast yeah. and a fast choreo, so they had to lip sync. So this is like rubbing your stomach and patting your head at the same time stuff. Uh huh. But, way, but we here's we've done this before. We've done this kind of track for.
1: We have. We've recorded our own voices. We've done our own raps. Yeah. Um, I think we did great. I think they all would have done great with more time is what i'm so concerned about is because even the chorus which repeats over and over and over everyone was screwing up the words and screwing up the choreo and it was the same choreo every time i so think don't
0: time was important i think they needed more time for this i think it was, it came off very messy Alona didn't didn't know anything she stood there the whole time Alona,
1: i know um, we didn't move her mouth at I all
0: her mouth anastasia also just stood there she didn't she couldn't keep up with the moves yeah, so
1: I'm not going to blame any of these girls. I am going to blame time.
0: I am going to blame some of these girls, though, because I think, again, it comes down to just a level of performance uh, that we do here in terms of... And I, I kind of said this in the past. Like, there just isn't... This kind of performance style isn't what we necessarily do here as often as we probably should have. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to see this now and be like, we need to do this more often. Hopefully, this is going to become a consistent thing in Canada, but it doesn't strike me as something that we do here as often. Right, but like we do perform, and
1: I and a lot of these girls weren't even performing because they were probably so in their head because they're like, I don't understand the choreo.
0: But no, because they didn't have do, some of them don't. Some of them are dancers, and some yeah. of them are not dancers. And the ones who aren't dancers have a hard time keeping up. And then it's also the lyrics. The lyrics are very complicated
1: yeah but the chorus repeats yeah what's the excuse there
0: (laughs) i don't know so it really does come off as kind of messy and probably one of the messier group challenges of this kind of style in the history yeah i've just never seen one go this badly which is
1: why i'm blaming time is because i think that in the past there have been lots of people who suck at dancing suck at lip syncing and they've done well so i really think that if they had just been given an extra few hours to go to go through it, it would have been more successful.
0: That's very much possible, who knows, right? It's also probably very cold. <laughs> <Sometimes>
1: <laughs> their bodies were just too frozen.
0: Literally the blood froze. <laughs> so I think that's it until the runway. Should we take a break from our sponsor and come back? Okay. Let's do it. Welcome to ShoeFreaks.ca. That is our sponsor, honeys. Ooh, it sure is. Every single week, you know the
1: drill. ShoeFreaks.ca, Canadian, free shipping across the country.
0: Ring the alarm, woo! Because we get 25% off using our offer code. Nuts! That's nuts, squirrel friends. Nuts, N-U-T-S. You put that offer code and you get 25% off. That's more than taxes, baby. Uh Uh-huh, and also, if you are Canadian as we are, you get free shipping across Canada. Ooh,
1: and all our shoes come in all your sizes. From lady
0: sizes, normal lady sizes, and two big lady sizes, size 16, and they have so many different, platforms, wedges, uh, pleasers, everything you can imagine for drag. You see them on the show. I'm watching the Drag Race Canada. They're all wearing shoe freaks. That's
1: right. So go get your offer code NUTS for 25% off and get those shoes, you freak.
0: Kid okay, dokes. Uh, here we are. We are back. We are going to the runway. Of course, the judges are Stacey McKenzie, Brooklyn Heights, uh, Deborah Boyer Cox, Chapman. <laughs> and Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. That's it. What is um Brooklyn's wearing a very flat wig this week. She is. She looks great. She looks great, but I'm not used to seeing she never wears flat wigs either. So it's always different seeing people's heads. <laughs>
1: I mean on season eleven it was all small blonde wigs, like it what was like saying? the
0: Bob and I almost forgot about that Bob. Yeah, you talked about it every week. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, I think she must have heard us. I haven't seen it since. <laughs> Oh, they're doing this new, there's this new thing with lace fronts now. People are trying to hide their edges by bringing down the hairs and gluing them, like little strands of like long hair. They're gluing them to the front of the lace. Right. You notice this? I have seen it, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure I enjoy it. <laughs> right. It looks very like, here, don't look at my lace. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I get that. It's a trend I'm not sure of. I'm not sure of. Vicky's not sure. I'm not sure. I want eyebrows, and I want to see that lace.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Was it at the end
1: of the challenge that Stacy went? Brruh, brruh. Yeah. That was so funny. <laughs> I <laughs> love Stacy. She's giving also, it to me.
0: She is wearing Evan Bedell this week. Isn't that great? I love this. Oh. colorful leopard print. She looks incredible. It is
1: a beautiful outfit. She's giving me all the personality this week. She's also the one who's running the show this week because i guess they're trading off every week brooke did week one jeffrey did week two and this is Stacey's week to be the head
0: panelist and she's doing a great job i she was one of my favorite people involved with the show and i i knew this going into it because i really liked her um but i'm just so impressed i'm thinking like she's really like nailing it
1: yeah because like last week jeffrey was very much pretending to be rupaul and putting on a rupaul voice and we're not the only Um, people who thought this by the way you know, I've listened to other podcasts, and yeah. it's very apparent. Yeah,
0: and the people um, on YouTube are saying the same thing. What's that? The people on YouTube. Oh yeah,
1: I mean it's very obvious because he's putting on a fake voice, like stop it. But meanwhile, Stacy is is nailing the inflections and doing it in her own way. She's being Stacy about it, and that's what you got to do.
0: Yeah, and Brooklyn is just you know that cold shoulder bitch that we love. Yeah, she is warming up. She is warming up. She she was a lot more warm this week, I think. I love it, though. I'm okay with it. I'm like, you know what? Be a cold shoulder, bitch. I'm here for it. <laughs> I mean, she,
1: it's a power position that she is in, so I'm okay with her being cold in that position because
0: you got to set your authority. Also, it's probably very cold. <laughs> yes. We have to take into consideration, like, you know what? These people, Jeffrey might be very cold. Who knows? Uh-huh. It's very cold. Okay. They shot this in November, the whole month in November, which, by the way, a snowstorm happened. And I think I heard that, like, the heating went down in the studio.
1: Was there heating at all?
0: I don't. I think for some of the episodes, the heating was completely broken. Wow. Like, they're literally out, outdoors in, like, Canadian winter filming. There. They're outdoors. Pretty much. <laughs> it might be colder inside because, you know, how you know yeah. how weather works. <laughs> yes, I have experienced weather before. <laughs> so here we go. We're getting to the runway. The runway is... Uh, Quebecy the... with the
1: good hair!
0: Oh, God, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, when I heard Quebec, I was like, are you kidding me? Uh-huh. That's so stupid. So, Quebecy with the good hair. Um, so again, I'm not sure what the specifics of this runway were, and I don't think they knew either.
1: Yeah, I immediately thought it was going to be hair outfits but then most of them just had like fantastic wigs some of them just had a regular wig <laughs> so, so in drag
0: race past they've had runways where it's like big wigs where yeah um, like um the season nine was like just big wigs right i think that was season yeah nine, right yeah um, it was, i don't remember if it was nine but it was a season with valentina she had a big wig i remember that and then they also have had challenges where it's like make your outfits out of hair season three make your whole outfit out of hair uh-huh um, so that's, I was confused about what they were asking, what they were asking of them. Because first up, it's Kiara.
1: Yes, Kiara giving us a disco fantasy, which you know how I feel about disco. Anytime someone tries to do it on the runway, it lands them in the
0: bottle. This is the exact same outfit that Connie kind of was wearing. Yeah, it's literally- I mean, it's not her fault she brought it with her, she didn't make it there. I know, but I was like, <laughs> come on. It's literally a gold lame, bell-bottom, yeah, top. Yeah. It's the exact same outfit.
1: Yeah. Only and with bigger hair.
0: Well, she's got way better hair than she's way better than what Khan is wearing altogether. Yeah. Had we not seen kind in this, I would be like, OK, I get it. But not, we've already seen it. I'm like, oh, my God, we can't. And like last week, she was wearing the same look that she wore in a promo. I was like, oh, my God, come on. Like, we can't keep seeing you in the same look.
1: I know. I know. It is highly disappointing. I love her. I think she's so darling.
0: She's one of my um, favorites. I, I adore her. And I think she has a real eye for fashion. That's why it's so unfortunate.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think it was that bad because I was mostly focused on the hair, which was very big, which was the prompt, I think. We don't know what the prompt was. I don't
0: know if the prompt was of a hair outfit or hair.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, Quebecy with the good hair doesn't tell us if it's supposed to be wild wigs or if it's supposed to be um, a costume made out of hair.
0: Yeah. For me... I, I don't even, know. so they give, they give the prompt of like, Quebec with the good hair. And then they give a little description description after it for the girls to come up their outfits, but like just in Quebec with the good hair, I think of just like hair on your head, like crazy hair on your head. Right. That's what I think. Right. Which some of the girls did. Yes. And they did. And Kiara did. She had a very big teased out um, gigantic heavy wig. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. liked the wig a lot, and I liked her makeup, um, but the outfit was a total miss. It was. It was. It was indeed. And after Kiara came Jimbo. Yes. Yes. So here comes Jimbo. Okay, so here we go. This is giving me hair. This is the challenge. Yeah. This is what I think the challenge is. So yeah. she's giving me this giant wig, which I have. I love this wig. But she's dyed the ends of it red, and then she's got ten other of them. Stacked uh-huh. all over her in the same uh-huh. um, the same ombre, and then she's uh-huh. got her giant boobies like Lil Kim's style with chains coming off of her. Yeah, which I'm pretty sure she made all of this. She said she had custom um, the, the the belts or the um, the chain stuff was custom made for her. I thought she said she made them. I don't know. I think she said she made them. I don't want to argue about these details. I do. <laughs> but I like it.
1: <laughs> do you like it? I do. I think it's fant- I think it's the the most successful thing up
0: there. I don't know if I l- love it completely, but it's very good. I think it's probably the most successful. Um, it, again, it's just kind of a see-through. She's not really wearing clothes. She's wearing chains, um, but this the hair that the effect of like all these wigs stacked together like this, yeah, and they're just so fluffy and like oh god, I sort of like I sort of rub my face in them. Oh heavens. So- um, so I really like this. I would wear this for sure. Yeah. No. So I thought a runway was a real win. And then here comes Tainomi giving us what is she giving us? She
1: is giving us um a full hair hat and outfit cape thing, uh, which is all a multicolor, like a rainbow of wig, just hanging off of her. Rainbow? It's melting it's melting off of her head.
0: As Brooklyn said, it's just kind of hot glued to a, a, a seam.
1: Yeah, I did not get it. Like, I got it, but I didn't get the execution of it.
0: No, this is so confusing to me. I was like, I don't know. There's no, sh- like Deborah said, there's no shape. She's She has no shape in this whatsoever. Um, yeah. Like, literally, like, a, like, mod style dress out a hair, but just, it's just, the hair is just h- hanging off of her, like a car wash. Yeah. And then this hat, oh my God, this hat. It's,
1: it's such a sad hat. Like it's just melting on her head. It looks I mean, like that, um, that what's that art piece with the time that's just like the, the clock Dally, is melting. Dali. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she was the inspiration for that. That's how old she is. <laughs> She's
1: she not 50 has, like you. Shut your mouth. <laughs> four... <laughs>
0: Listen, people have been very kind to me since I posted that thoughty photo. (laughs) Oh, oh, good for you. (laughs) She, this hat is made out of braids. There's like braids at the top, and then she's lined it with like more rainbow um, weave track. Mm -hmm. Again, it's just like out of the bag weaves. Just again, like Brooklyn said, just sew to, just sew to a, a hem. Like it's just all sitting on her really bad it's not great i don't like this at all
1: yeah it could have been it could have been a really cool outfit she posted a photo of it where she's pinching in at the waist and it looks it looks a lot
0: better that way yeah i needed like a belt or something at least yeah um and she takes us off during the lip sync which we'll talk about um spoilers uh-huh. and then there's like, <laughs> there's like black uh black weave on, along her she's got like black weave along her broad panties and that looks great yeah. Even Brooklyn's reaction to that was like, "Wow!" And I was like, "God, I would even just prefer that, which is so simple, over this, which yeah. is so ugly."
1: <laughs> yeah. Agreed.
0: So after Tainomi comes Boa.
1: Mm-hmm. Boa- so Boa giving you like Russian rich woman. Uh-huh. Yeah, Russian cougar in a fur coat and just big hair, just like regular big hair.
0: Right, and she walks on the runway, and then we have a flasher moment. She takes off her coat, and she's wearing the Borat bikini that you own, except hers is, like, sparkled. I I, um, I also um, jeweled mine. Oh, did you? I stoned it. It's the first thing I've ever stoned was my Borat bikini. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's been hours. Now, she's wearing
1: a nude bodysuit underneath, which is uh, hairy, and she's got a huge
0: um, bush. Coming out of the crotch. As big as her weave. Yeah, um, yeah, so it's Horat, as they like to say, Horat. Yeah. Great, great, great. So this, bo- first of all, these body suits are kind of signature to Bush. I don't know how many of these she owns. I know. No. Grinch. Um, and she wears, I'm actually surprised she didn't come out as, as the Grinch for this, honestly. Hello? Yeah, actually, that would've been hilarious. Yeah, even though I yeah. thought this was a good idea. Did you enjoy this idea? I did. I thought it was
1: very funny. It was very creative. It was out of the box.
0: Yeah, and you know what it reminds me of, actually, too, is it's a number that ever used to do. She used to do, um, like, a Miley Cyrus Can't Be Tamed number. Uh-huh. And she would pull her skirt off, and there was, like, a huge unruly bush in her panties. Oh. So this is very reminiscent of that to me. Oh. Which is probably maybe where she got influenced. I don't know.
2: Maybe.
0: But I like it. It's funny. It's stupid. It's campy. And like you said, like, there's nobody else doing this. And I agree. Like, it's great. Go for it. Go, go, go all in. Yeah. And now I have to retire my Borat suit. God. <laughs> you wear yours very differently. I wear, yes, you, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> my bowels are popping out. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the act. It's what we come to see. Yeah. I will say that the jewels on the top of it, she wears these huge pageant jewels at the top of it. I would have been okay if she didn't have that Mm. it kind of takes away from the rest of it i don't know i like them but i also know nothing she she knows nothing (laughs) can't argue with the facts okay after borat comes lemon
1: yes as the lemon tree so she is groot's grandmother She is uh, dressed as the tree and she has or she's dressed as the bark of the tree, I guess, and she's got the tree on her head. I think it's stunning. It's unexpected for lemon because we always expect her to be in something yellow. And this time it was all brown, which is such a muted tone for her, and then with like a hint of yellow, including on her armpits. In her armpits? (sighs) Yeah, she had little yellow bows in her
0: armpits. Oh yes, there they are. Um, And yellow shoes. So, yeah, like you said, the dress is made of like a bark style material. Uh, And it's just like a a really simple, like stretch. Yeah. Like dress, not anything complicated. But the wig is kind of this brown thing going up into a big tuft, which looks like a tree. And that's what Uh happens in it. Um, For me, it was too brown. (laughs) Like, brown Uh is such a complicated color because. It's so it's so muted, and you really have yeah. to figure out how to do it properly. I like the concept of it, but I think the tree part of it needed to be green because that didn't make sense to me. And I couldn't right. tell. Right. she explained it, I didn't know what I was looking at. Really? You didn't get lemon tree automatically? No, because this brown thing at the top, I was like, why is there like a – it looked like the Hiroshima like mushroom cloud. But the brown makes the yellow
1: pop.
0: But that's not what a tree looks like. <laughs> Well, it was a, a tree, that would be tree. Carrying, not a tree that'd be carrying ripe lemons there should be rotten lemons oh maybe she's the rotten lemon oh rough <laughs> uh, so that was my only thing if if, the, if she actually wore a green wig with this I would be like okay work I'm into it mm. it just needed that other it needed something other than the brown and like the, the yellow it needed like a green for sure
1: I see what you're saying for I me. still think that it makes the yellow pop and it works for me.
0: It was an interesting idea. I will say this. Yeah. All right. So here comes Priyanka, and she is stealing Brooklyn's thunder with the color scheme of this orange and blue. And she was wearing braided, uh, braided weave into kind of a halter corset, and then big puffy things coming off her and little buns on top. This is very Chun Li, I will say. Is it? Well, Chun Li wears these buns. I don't know who Chun-Li is. Well, so well, Anastasia comes up next saying Chun-Li. We'll talk about that, but anyways. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get who she was talking about. Street Fighter.
1: Oh. Okay. Um, now, this Priyanka thing, she's wearing the same colors that Brooke happens to be wearing. I just... Um, had... Oh, sorry. I missed it. I was focused on Chun-Li. Um, and uh, I don't under... I don't... So she's wearing a nude bodysuit underneath that to me doesn't completely work with the outfit. It kind of makes it look a little incomplete. I don't know, but uh, but otherwise I think it's great.
0: And she did her makeup in like the two-tone orange and blue and the shoes are in orange and blue. So she's doing half and half. Yeah, I think the
1: orange and blue color story is wonderful.
0: I love these colors and I love them on her for sure. Um, yeah. I, I lo- again, okay, so I like this. I like that it's all made out of hair. That's what I like about this. And compared to the other girls who are wearing things that aren't made out of hair, I think she got that as a brief. That's where I get confused again. If this was just a hair challenge, yeah, I would be like, okay, work, that's great. Yeah. Um, but compared to other people... Be- I'm, I'm losing you, Selena.
1: Yeah, I'm driving through a field. Give me one second. I'm going to be right out. Okay.
0: <laughs> through a field?
1: Yeah. Just a nice little... Field area of Ottawa. Um, I, I think she's selling the garment for sure. She's having a lot of fun with her runway. Definitely a three or a one eighty from last
0: week. She's having way more energy this week. I don't know if they said something to her to be like, listen, you need to pick up the pace on the runway.
1: (laughs) I think in general, in the episode, she's picked up the pace. Like, she was really sleepy in the performance challenge last week. She was kind of in the background of the first episode. So she's now, I think, really coming into her power and
0: becoming who, who
1: the Priyanka is that we all know.
0: Yeah, she is for sure. Yeah. Um, So I like this look. I do like it. If it was just a hair made out, like an outfit made out of hair runway, I would like it in comparison to what everybody else is kind of doing. In some ways, I'm like, okay, I'm not quite sure. Um, Uh So I'm kind of on the fence because it's, again, it's just like specifics of what they asked for. Right. But I'm going to say that I like this. Right. And you like it? I like it. All right, great. Here we go. So here we go Anastasia and a knockwear. Knockwear. She's yeah. giving us, oh God, so she comes out first with her back to us as Cousin It.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And, um, whew, all the Becky hairs. Yep. Like she literally scalped Becky for all of yeah. her and made this, I don't know how many weaves this is. It's got to be so heavy.
1: It is a lot. I don't even know how she's wearing it. I don't even know how she's
0: wearing then it. she turns around and then it's a completely different color. <laughs> She's getting yeah asian geisha so, so uh, like a samurai master she says chun li is her inspiration there's no chun li like what priyanka was wearing on her head is chun li this is not chun li uh-huh. um i got very confused and what did you think
1: i didn't get the reference and i didn't get why the two went together you didn't it was like she was like i have two great ideas i don't know which one to pick i'll do them both yeah, it was... And I
0: would have rather have seen the Cousin It one. <laughs> I, and I've seen this kind of Cousin It look before where they do like a reveal in moments as Cousin It and it's incredible. Yeah. Um, and I, that's what I thought was going to happen. So when she did that, I was like, ooh, good. And then she just turned around and I was like, what? Yeah. So, so disconnected. I, I mean, the outfit for the Chun-Li thing is Black PVC is very popular this season. Let's say this. Uh-huh. Um, her hair looks great as that. Um uh-huh. I would have been happy with just that. I think. I think that would have worked for her.
1: Yeah, we needed one,
0: not both. Yeah, one, not both. And it was they were so disconnected; it made no sense. Mm Mhm. So after, what would you do as a hair runway? That is a great
1: question. I thought about this because
0: I've already thought about like outfits, and I I would like to do a Sasquatch kind of look. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: I think. My first instinct when I saw this was to do uh, Alanis in the thank you video, just be naked and have the hair going all the way down, covering all my private
0: parts. That would work. Yeah. Yeah, I'm into that. Um, so but you're, a Sasquatch, you're, you're huh? Very, you're very hairy anyways. I am very hairy. So yeah, I would've just owned my body. Yeah, just your body. Yeah. <laughs> the power, own the
1: power. I'm also not very hairy. For a Lebanese person, I could stand to have more chest hair. Oh, she wants more chest
0: hair. I do. I want a full chest of hair. Got to start taking that um, growth, growth serum. Maybe I will. Rub it you on your balls, honey. No, not my balls. Oh, those are hairy enough. I gotcha. Here comes, <laughs> speaking of hairy enough, here comes Rita Bega. And she is giving us electric 80s boogaloo
1: yeah so she's got a big crazy wild wig on which i appreciate
0: so she said this is like 15 pound wig and i'm looking at it and i'm like girl this is like <laughs> it doesn't look that heavy it doesn't look that um, heavy now but also i have to say like i wear like minimum like two wigs stacked like that's uh-huh. my drag is stacked wigs i wear stacked wigs some of them are very heavy um but i'm used to that at this point and i feel like maybe she just doesn't wear that heavy wigs i don't know yeah yeah, I don't know.
1: Um yeah, it did not look heavy, but it um, but I believe her that it was.
0: I don't. I'm calling okay. a liar. How do you say uh, liar how do you say liar in French? Monteurs. What? Monteurs. go. I'm kidding, Rita. You're not bonteurs. Uh,
1: I would have killed, just so you know, I would have killed that prompter challenge. The reading the, the reading the prompter. I would have murdered it.
0: You would have murdered you would have murdered
1: it. I would have given you French, I would have given you English, I would have given you draglish, whatever you want.
0: I probably wouldn't. I you know me with words, I'm not great. <laughs> no, but you would have been very funny to watch. <laughs> I think who <you> <laughs> knows? So Rita says she like I I wanted to show up like I'm from the eighties because I grew up in the eighties and I want them to know that and we're like, Rita, we can tell.
1: Yeah, also I don't think she really grew up in the eighties. I think she was made in the
0: eighties. How old is she? Like thirty four? She's younger than we are, but she, um, you know, she's inspired by the 80s, obviously, in her looks a lot. We see that. Yeah, but I think
1: she said she was, like, 32, 30, between, somewhere 32, between 32 and 34. 32. There you go. So, she would have been born in, like, 88? 88? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not that's not growing up in the 80s.
0: All right, see, I told you she was a liar. I told you. Monters. Monters. Uh Do we really like this look? Do you like it? I like it. I think it's fun.
1: I didn't really remember it, but yeah. I liked it.
0: Again, I didn't get it because I was like, okay, it's a big wig. It's not actually that big of a wig though, so I wasn't getting that much drama. And there's no other hair on her look. And- well, it was
1: giving me like a fantastic wig. You know what I mean? Like, with the color story in there with it's the a purple great wig. It's a great
0: wig, but yeah. for this runway, which is wig specific, it's kind of just a regular wig. Yeah. Um, and I will say she does her makeup, she does very harsh, colorful makeup, which I appreciate, but it goes beyond her wig line. And it's starting to bother me because I'm like, girl, you keep doing your makeup and then you're pinning your wig, gluing your wig over your makeup. Right. It's taking me out of your fantasy. Like, figure out <laughs> right. where your face ends. <laughs> <laughs> so that bothers me a little bit. So I actually didn't love this look. I didn't want it. Yeah. But I like her enthusiasm for color. <laughs> Here comes Scarlet Boo Boo, and she is wearing her boo boo hat. That's right. She's wearing bobo on her head. It was made by Helena Poison. Right. Love Helena.
1: Yeah. She's at, a lot of people don't know she's a fantastic hair designer. Um, but she, yeah. So she's got the bobo made out of the hair. It bleeds into her um, her pixie wig, and her her bodysuit also has fringe hair hanging off of it.
0: Uh, right. So she's using kind of a fringe effect with the hair uh, the hair weave. Uh, yes. Yeah. Like Brooklyn said, it was kind of basic. It's really just like you're just doing two lines of the hair weave on a bodysuit. Um, but mm. she has good movement with it, so it looks pretty when it moves.
1: Yeah, she's really selling it on the runway. She can really work a runway. Um, she had the little smoke coming out of her mouth as soon as she came out, which was cute. Uh, so
0: she can I, sell. I will say she is very inspired by Harley Quinn. That is a big thing for Bobo. Is Yes. That? Really inspired by, like, which maybe explains, I don't know. <laughs> oh my God, uh, yeah. But they really love this character and they do this a lot in their dragon. They do a lot of that kind of clownish makeup that Harley Quinn does. Yeah. Quinn makeup. Um, so that's kind of where this is coming from with the, 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 the clown pompons and the makeup style. Yeah. Um, so I, you oh. yeah, I am. I, I don't mind this. I don't mind it again. It's kind of just simple in terms of what it is. Uh-huh. Uh, it's kind of giving me the Tainomi thing, but it's just better. Li- it's just shaped a bit better than Tainomi's, I guess. Right. And the hat is. I do like the like what Helena did with the hat. I do like that. Yeah. 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 But it doesn't excite me. It doesn't excite me. Right. Uh, but you know what does excite me? Here comes Lona Verley, giving us what I asked. Now, so I said, I hope she doesn't do monochromatic every runway. I take that back. I fully uh-huh. read my own words. I was wrong. Elona uh-huh. is monochromatic, pastel baby blue, poodle, oh.
1: So the outfit is sickening. She looks incredible.
0: Two I big poodle heads on her shoulders.
1: It's amazing. I am a little annoyed that it's a nut, like we, we see so much powder blue from her and granted she did say it was the first time she presented it on the runway but she presented it in her promo and her entrance look already. So I'm like, what else do you do that's not powder blue?
0: Don't care, I do not care. I love this look. It might be one of my favorite looks in history. It's a fantastic look. I love it. I don't even care the color of it. I'm like, girl, if you do powder blue every week, I'm okay with it. If you give me these- Really,
1: you are gonna accept
0: that? I know, I said this, but I'm like, if she's giving me these kind of silhouettes, I don't uh-huh. care. This is like fashion. This is giving me the fantasy. This is what I want on my drag race. Right. This is the kind of drag race we need in the Canada thing right now, and she is delivering that. Mm-hmm.
1: And she makes a lot of it herself. She designed those wigs.
0: Yeah, and yeah. she said this was very expensive, and I believe that this looks so good. And then the corset also got sequin or um, sparkled paw prints on it, and yeah, oh, just the baby blue, like little. Um, scrunchy things she's got on her legs and on her arms like the whole thing that it is the,
1: it's very well thought out
0: the diamond collar uh yeah i live for this i live for this i'm dead
1: all right you're here for the burly
0: i lived i died i'm dead
1: she's not alone with you
0: oh you will never be alona with me honey get bring the bring <laughs> the poodles over baby i've got kibbles and bits in my pants <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. that was it that's the runway oh okay fun right sure yeah that was it uh so what happens next oh
1: um they tell the girls who is safe and who is not so there's three safe girls and it is uh, jimbo it is lemon and it is rita so the white girls are safe
0: Oh, stop saying the white girl. (laughs) I never will. That's so offensive to my white sensibility.
1: (laughs) I'm so Um, sorry to offend
0: your people. I have to say something about Jimbo. So Jimbo is from Victoria where I lived. Um, Yeah. And like watching her this episode, I was like, holy fuck, this person is so West Coast Victoria. Agreed. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Jimbo is like, so if you've never been to Victoria, Victoria is like 25% hippies, 25% college kids, and then like 50% old people Uh uh-huh and jimbo's giving me like hippie college professor so this all (laughs) (laughs) wasn't she totally 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 so i was like oh my god you and like just even like the vintage stuff she's wearing i was like i know exactly what store you bought that from yeah (laughs) like i shop there uh (laughs) so it's so funny to see them it's just like such a weird pocket of like canadian (laughs) culture that's like specific right yeah yeah and i love seeing that on this
1: now, do you agree with who's safe and who's
0: top and bottom? So, who are the tops? Tell me the tops. Our tops are
1: Boa, Priyanka, and Bobo. Right. And then bottoms are Tainomi, Tainomi, Kiara. And, and then Alona is kind of walking the line. She's top and she's bottom. She's bottom for performance and top for runway.
0: So, I think in terms of the challenge, Alona did the worst in the challenge for me by far yeah um, she just had no energy she didn't do any of them but she just was so out of element with that she was the worst in that yeah uh, but obviously she had the best runway like this is the best runway of the season i think so far right um tainomi uh again she wasn't lip syncing with the stuff so yet yeah, she should have been in the bottom but she, but she did a great job dancing uh-huh Anastasia, yet the same thing as alona but she was a bit better than alona and who else was there? Kiara. See, Kiara? Kiara. Kiara I didn't even really notice. I wouldn't have put her there, so. Yeah. I, I For, thought Lemon should have been in the top.
1: I think Lemon should have been in the top 100%, and I think Jimbo, um, Jimbo, Jimbo should have been in the bottom. Jimbo should have been in the bottom.
0: But again, the same thing with... She was way better than Alona and Anastasia, I thought. Not in the challenge. I, I thought she was better than them.
1: No, because even Anastasia, when she performed her own lines she performed them jimbo did not perform her own lines she walked through them her face was dead the entire
0: time yeah well and so did... was her body her arms were hanging down by her side she was living her zombie cheerleader fantasy still i told you she holds character she was not delivering zombie <laughs> maybe that was her character i mean she had a funny voice I was Like, who is she though maybe she was <laughs> the funny birthday girl at the party that doesn't know what's happening <laughs> she wasn't. No, she was just so
1: bad. I wow. needed her to be in the bottom. I needed her to be called out for that. Instead of Kiara, like, Kiara sold her lines. Yeah, she was definitely worse than Kiara. I will say this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, but her look on the runway was the second best, in my thoughts. Like, it was Alona, and then Jimbo had the second best look.
1: And I think she needed to be on the runway to hear that. Like, I wanted them to say, hey, Jimbo, you really sucked in that performance. This outfit's incredible. The way they did with Alona, the way they do with so many other people. Sure.
0: Well, you know, they're all over the place with judging this season. Um, so- How was Lemon not in the top? I don't understand it. Yeah, again, she I, murdered that. It could be the looks. I think the looks play into it. I, I didn't think her look was as strong as maybe you thought it was. I think it was great, but also comment on that then. Don't make her save. Well, they can't put them all
1: on stage. Well, I I would've... Have...
0: You want them all have... on stage. I know, I really do. I'm <laughs> like, talk to each of them, please. Well, this is part of what Boba's problem with Boa is, because Boa's in the top again, and people are like, yeah. why is this person, and she did a good job, by the way. And she, she did a great she, job. She's standing out because she is so different, and they're just noticing that. Mm-hmm. People that are kind of blending into the background are just blending into the background now. Um, so we get all the girls back, go back for Untopped. And we're getting a moment again between Bobo and Boa. Mm-hmm. What happened?
1: So Boa talks about how she's in the top and Bobo's, what does she say? She just put her down. She's like, oh, but you were just wearing, uh, you were just wearing like a, a wig on. You just hot glued, glued a wig to your bodysuit. And she goes, I sewed it. I teased it. I glittered it. She's like, what the hell's going on with us? Like, why are you being so mean to me? And then Bobo turned it around and said, you're being really mean to me. And I'm trying to be supportive of you. He
0: also said, like, I've given you every, I'm the only person who books you. Like, yeah. just meaning things of like, I own you kind of thing. Right. Where it's like, I give you these opportunities. But it's like, that's not even true. Like, Bobo, Bobo doesn't need your bookings, first of all. And I'm getting kind of, I'm really getting tired of this. This is where the realness comes out. I'm getting tired of this <laughs> narrative that Bobo is just this um, person that is giving opportunities to everybody and we should all be so grateful to her. Bitch, this person is giving out these opportunities because they need to fill time up in their own show. Ooh, there's the tea. That's it. Like, they're not thinking about other people as much. They don't think, like, I think they are, but I don't think it's as much as people say they are.
1: I mean, I know that she's booked me more than anybody else has. And I've seen that also be true of other people, especially people who are like trans or like people of color. Like she gives new people an opportunity more than other people do in the village. But I also understand what you're saying.
0: I I just kind of disagree with that in a way. I understand what you're saying. I get it. But I also disagree because I've seen the other side of it. And um... Yeah she picks and chooses who she wants and sometimes she won't get back to certain people after she's used them for certain things so i don't mm-hmm. know um i felt like this whole thing with boa and her it was just inappropriate for her to say that to boa to be like you i'm the only person who books you it's like fuck off you you're not the only person who books boa
1: i think what was great was <laughs> Boa gave a really sincere like i'm really sorry and i love you and then in her confessional she was like i'll apologize to anybody if it'll shut them up
0: <laughs> <laughs> I also like her confessional where she's like, you know, Bobo's kind of seen as the top dog and I'm, I'm not.
1: <laughs> Boa uh, is killing this show. She's just like, she's like slaying it.
0: Yeah, and I hope people realize, like, just because people are top dog or have been top dogs in the village scene for whatever reason, doesn't mean they are the creme de la creme of the talent in the city. Right. So I, I am right now
1: watching a cat use the crosswalk to
0: cross the street, and oh, it's so cute. Did it press the button? Right.
1: <laughs> no, it's on a residential so There's no button. All right. Well, the
0: cat saves the day for me. Bashing <laughs> the <elbow> again. <laughs> Anyways, what else happens? That's going to end the untucked, right? tiny was getting very upset because again, everybody's saying her, um, her. What's the word I want? Her um, her, her. Her reputation precedes her. Yes. Um I
1: I do really appreciate seeing how humble she actually is and how like she's not blaming anybody, she's not um she's not making excuses, she's not throwing her her years of experience around. She's just saying like I don't understand what I'm doing wrong.
0: Yeah, she's very humble about it, which I think is a nice thing to see. Like she's not being like I am the best. Why am I always, you know, she's not giving us that attitude. She's right. has been like, I'm just, okay, this is new for me. Because again, know me, her reputation precedes her, but she has not done any competition. Yeah, she doesn't need to. Yeah, she just, she's, she's like built had. an entire she career. She's she built an entire career on being, Deborah Cox.
1: Yeah, she's built a career on being a superstar on stage, all eyes on her, um, and being like just a powerhouse performer.
0: Yeah. And uh, that's that. So, I think we're getting back into the runway now. Everybody's back.
1: Yeah, Kiara is also very upset and embarrassed about her looks because she she really considers herself to be a fashion girl and she's trying really hard and and it's also not translating to the judges.
0: Yeah, and I appreciate that actually she's coming out as more of like a performance girl. I actually really appreciate that because I'm happy that she's not just a fashion girl. I, she really
1: does have my heart I love Kiara me
0: too and I love that Rita brought up like because the Toronto girls are kind of going back at each other exactly. <laughs> yeah and Rita's like we don't have this in Montreal and she's holding Kiara's hands like I love you <laughs> yeah and all the Toronto <laughs> girls are like you fucking bitch
1: oh you're a fucking cut I own you I own me
0: yeah Like it's just, and that's kind of what Toronto drag is in a nutshell kinda yeah um, but maybe I'm just bitter yeah <laughs> I wanna to go to Montreal, I need to speak French.
1: Yeah, hey listen, that's not really what West End drag is like. West End drag is very supportive of each other, not very competitive, not very like fighty amongst each other.
0: Yes, 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 I would agree, but I also feel like I also don't exist in that world either and I feel like it's kind of clicky in its way in West End as well. Right. And, and I feel like it's a bit hypersensitive sometimes too, um, where the village is right. really insensitive. I feel like the one is a bit more hypersensitive. And so I would like to just find a medium between the two where it's like, you know, where it's two worlds can kind of live together.
1: (laughs) Where you can push people around and they'll love you for it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Where I can yell at people and people are like, she's not a bitch. (laughs) Right. Um, So there we go. We're back on the runway. Here we go. The winner is Priyanka. Tis, replied Antelaga and i think that makes sense it makes sense to me she's done this challenge before she's worked with i mean this is kind of tailor-made for her she's (laughs) recorded albums before she's she's worked with hollywood jade (laughs) this is her yeah yeah and she killed it she
1: did slay it she was fantastic in that challenge
0: she did a teleprompter mini challenge this was her entire week yeah and the bottom two is going to be anastasia and mackway and tina banks for the second time in a row yeah i was really sad to see starzy down there i am too because i really have liked her but this outfit it was one of the worst it really was it
1: really was really bad and she was terrible in the challenge however i think she was robbed of being in the top um the top three weeks one and two so it's sad to see that she's in the bottom this week
0: i agree i fully agree and again it comes down to that judging they hadn't really seen her yet and brooklyn was like you come off as kind of quiet and like we don't really know you like they haven't <laughs> gotten a chance to know her. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so what what is the song? It is a song I've never heard
1: by Deborah Cox. You've never heard this song? No, have you? Yeah, isn't this her most iconic song? No, her most iconic song is How Did You
0: Get Here? Oh, right. Nobody's supposed to be here. This is a club so this is a club mix uh that they're doing with Deborah. Uh-huh. And so here we're, we're off. The the races are going. What happens?
1: Um, they're both performing. They're both doing very well. Anastasia is much more stand and deliver, but like she's doing a great job of it. And then Tainomi is more dance the house down boots.
0: She takes off that ugly outfit, and we get to see a bra and panties that are like okay, good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She takes off the hat, and um, Anastasia takes off cousin it. I know that, and I was like, oh my God, these look so much better. <laughs> You're, stop it, yourselves, girls. Yeah, seriously.
1: Um, so, no, I think it was a great lip sync. They both really delivered it. Um, again, I've seen Tainomi do better than she's doing right now. Uh, it's very but sleepy. It's very, very sleepy. Though.
0: Yeah, which I don't see from her on stage in clubs. So, I don't get it. I'm like, even like the, the last two lip syncs have been very sleepy with Tainomi. Her last one, I thought there was just wasn't an energy behind her eyes. Uh-huh. I feel the same way with this one. There's, there's still not an energy there. And Anastasia is just kind of giving us, she's, she's giving me energy behind her eyes, but she's just kind of not doing very much in terms of the, the energy of the song. Yeah. And so yeah. Tainomi's energy with the song is at least matching a bit more
1: yes i do think i do think starzy is selling it like she's she's doing a great job of doing it with yes. a little movement yeah um there's a funny moment where anna starzy just stops and just watches tainomi
0: <laughs> and then she starts to do her moves and then she basically when the song ends she's like presenting tainomi bangs she puts her hands up yeah she's like this girl is it honey. you should i think, her." i think all these girls are just afraid to go up against Hinomi. I mean, I would be, absolutely. Yeah. But after watching this, I'd be like, no, I'm not, I'm not afraid. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like, I'm I know I'm not, I'm, I'm a sleepy person, but I'm like, I can at least pump it up for a lip sync. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm just getting a lot of sleepy lip syncs right now from Tainomi, and I, need, uh-huh. I need the energy there. Like fight for the, it. Energy that
1: we, the energy that we know she can deliver.
0: Absolutely. So Tainomi wins the lip sync, Shanta, you stay, and then Anastasia slashes away.
1: With a really good attitude. She actually was laughing through her bad critique. She's like, oh, all
0: right. <laughs> She's like, I yeah. know. She is a pageant girl because she gets critiqued. That's what happens in pageants. I almost feel like she gave up.
1: Like, I almost feel like during the challenge, she was like, okay, I've had enough of this.
0: She, Do you think she was too cold? I think she was too cold and she just wanted her jacket. She was like the most bundled up. She left up. it in
1: the car. So she was like, can I go? Go to the car and get my jacket,
0: please. Yeah, she was the most bundled up of everybody. <laughs> yeah. This is not the Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> so I think she was, I, I got the impression that she was ready to go, kind of. Yeah. And at the end of the lip sync, it seemed like she was just like, yep, yeah, give it to her. Yeah. Uh, which is too bad, because I really liked her. She was really one of my favorites so
1: far. Me too. I also do like in the lip sync that um, that Tainomi was like there to work with her and not, not like fight against her. <laughs> You know I mean, like, Tainomi, like, went up to her and, like, laughed with her and, like, was, like, trying to do moves with her, but Anastasia just wasn't.
0: <laughs> yeah. They were trying to have a little sisterhood moment, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's that. Tainomi stays to slay another day, and Anastasia goes away. And I'm gonna miss her! She's gonna miss her, me too. Um, and that is this week's episode of Canada's Drag Race. Wow My... What? Uh, very fun, very fun episode. Thank you for listening, Squirrels. Remember to subscribe so that you can get a little notification when our new episodes pop up, which they are popping up all over the place like gophers, baby. Ding! And if you like our podcast, give us a rate. We love a rate. It really helps. Uh- us And uh, leave a comment, a nice little happy comment. All right, Squirrels, thank you for listening. Thank you so much for joining me again, Selena Vile. Hey, thanks for having me. We will see you next week for Canada's Drag Race. Okay. Bye, Squirrels. Oh
2: I think